What's up? What's up? And welcome to They Gonna Feel Me, the podcast with authentic conversations with authentic men. I'm your co-host, Rob, repping Mississippi, that's 662. And we're going to introduce ourselves, starting to my boy right beside me. Tell them who you are. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Clarence, a.k.a. Reezy F. Baby. Please say the baby, repping that 901. And I'm going to pass it to my boy down below me. What's good with it, people? It's your boy Chris Double Cup Carver, repping the 901. What cup am I on? I don't know. What's in my cup? Don't worry about it because it's my cup. Word wheezy. Now I'm going to pass it to my boy to the next to me. Uh, what's up, y'all? It's Al C. Uh, I ain't got no cups or anything, but uh, catch me in my new musical, Mr. Marcus the Musical. Uh, you may have seen me in previous work. Uh, I was the vocal coach for uh, Lexington Steel. Um, so just 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 be watching out for me. I got a lot of things in the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> everybody, everybody good? Everybody good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We in there. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. 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 Hold all right. Well, let's get everybody it. feeling good. Everybody feeling great. Let's we get let's get to part. All right. First no. topic. First topic. We got <sighs> the baby at Rolling Loud over over the weekend. Recording artist the baby found itself in some hot water when the fans were shocked. After he gave an impromptu uh, speech or whatever you want to call it, some musings that were on his mind that came out of left field. Fellas, what do you think about the situation or incident during Rolling Out with the baby? What you got? Um, <laughs> I, I rock with the baby, right? I rock with him. Um. When I watched the video, I watched it, of course, again before we started because I kind of I wanted to get a recap of everything. Um, part of me was like, I could see the rapper portion of him, right? I got freedom of speech. I'm an American. I'm a human. I got freedom of speech. I can say what I want to. But we live in a culture that's called cancel culture, all right, where a lot of stuff that you say can be taken out of context, even when it's not meant out of context. Now, a lot of the shit that he said, I'm not saying it's not out of context because he did say a lot. <laughs> when I ran it back and I listened, I was like, bro, what do you mean? Everybody that ain't got HIV. Like, <laughs> I know people that have HIV. So I could see where people took offense to it. And then the last portion, which is I'm not going to repeat. But the last portion when he was talking about dudes not doing stuff to other dudes in the parking lot, it's just like, bruh, it's just certain stuff now where you got to kind of be conscious and aware as a public figure, as a human being, as a person in this world with everything that's going on where everything technically is morally right. You know what I'm saying? 
you have to be conscious of what you say and what you portray and what you put out there. So a lot of the stuff, even though we may may understand it, me, I'm an outlandish, you know, outspoken person. I'm going to say what I got to say. I'm going to say how I feel. But a lot of the times, you know, you kind of got to watch what you say and watch what you put out there. And I feel like it's something that he should have watched what he said. I mean, we've been, I'm pretty sure we're going to bring it up. He's lost losing endorsements now and losing money because of just being free and being who he, you know, is portrayed to be who he wants to be. So, you know, I, it, it part of me sees where he's coming from, just being a free rapper, uh, a free spoken rapper, free spoken American. But part of me is like, bro, you're bigger than that now. You know what I'm saying? You got a crowd that is looking at you. You got a lot of people that's looking at you. And it's, it's, it's almost like you letting some people down. You know what I'm saying? So I'll let somebody else put in their they thoughts and feelings on it. Okay. So me personally, I kind of like feel like uh, first I want to say that I like to believe myself to be like an advocate for like, uh, for you know, I, I like to believe I'm on the right side of history and all that good stuff. So, you know, when I hear his comments, of course, I don't support like uh, anything that's negative connotations toward women, gays, whoever. Right. But um, I will say personally, I feel as if like I still kind of feel like people being a little bit soft on this situation uh, yeah. on his words from the standpoint of this is not the first time I've ever heard at a concert somebody say something while in between sets or exactly. in music in order to like you know pump up the crowd uh, I mean because and it becomes hypocr- hypocrisy in my mind at that point because it's kind of like what's the difference between I mean even though it's it's very flagrant what's the difference between uh, somebody like Boosie or somebody getting on the on the microphone and saying, put your left hand in the air if you, uh, if you push it on stand uh, or some shit like that, right? You know, like, I mean, it, it, I know, I, and I know maybe I'm oversimplifying things or maybe I'm detracting, but at the same time, it's like, it, there's a history for that. He just, and I feel as if like in the moment, he felt as if like he said a bunch of stuff that would definitely evoke a response out of people. And uh, to, to Chris's point, yeah, like, I mean, you're at a, uh, a point in your career where you can't just be doing things. And I feel as if this follows in a line of other flagrant files he uh, had, because personally, when it comes to the whole thing, yeah, I have a issue with what he said. It doesn't affect me the same way because I'm not a homosexual or I'm, I don't have HIV or anything like that. But at the same time, like, I don't like, I think at the same show, didn't he like bring out uh, Tory Lanez or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he did. He did. He and definitely did. I feel as if like that's mad disrespectful to Meg Stallion, you know, who's supposed to be. Your After partner. doing the performance with Meg, you know what I'm saying? Right before he brought Tory out. And, so. on some, and on some whole shit, like just him saying, I remember that something was like online where he was talking about, you know, I'm not an industry nigga. And, you know, and just talking about the whole situation going back and forth on social media with Meg, it's like you doing industry ass shit and still trying to be a street dude. And I, I just it, it is just a bad look. I can understand businesses pulling out because it's like even if, you know, whether it's soft or otherwise, they still have a brand to represent that does cater to those people and they got to protect their bottom line, their interests. I feel as if like he if he fuck if anybody fucking up right now, it is definitely him fucking up a bag it's like yeah you can be free but like people you can't just say all the things that you want in this world all the time and think you just gonna get a pass like that shit gonna come back on you so and i i still think that anybody who worked with toy lane is just fuck ass niggas you know like uh you know fuck that fuck this mid-ass motherfucker why are we trying to protect him 
<laughs> I mean, uh, I kind of agree with both of you guys. Uh, I feel like, you know, it, it's the baby. Like you said, like Alcee said, I mean, this is a part of who he is. Like he's had several run-ins, run-ins with the law. You know, he's done some outlandish stuff since he's been been on. Uh, and this just follows suit with all the things that he's, you know, he's done uh, since he's been uh, made popular as a rapper. So uh, to me, I'm not I'm not surprised. Uh, I think that, you know, he he sees that he didn't, he made a mistake because he is getting these endorsements pulled from him. And now he's trying to backtrack and, you know, say this and that and try to, you know, show support for gay gay people. And uh, but it's like, bruh, like you said it own it. If that's who you are, then be who you are. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't try to backtrack once you just said some stuff because your money being fucked up because of it. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, like you said, that showed that you are an industry nigga. Like you faking the funk kind of. It's kind of like you putting on a show and you ain't owning what you say at the end of the day. Uh, you know, and uh, I totally support uh, gay rights. Uh, and I feel like what he said, what T.I. said, T.I. shows support. And we all know T.I. is one of those self-proclaimed, uh, intelligent, uh, stupid niggas, basically. Like, uh, I heard it here first. in the right place, but like, I mean, I ain't checking for T.I. Yeah. And I mean, uh, and I mean, uh, yeah, we all want freedom of speech, but when you're on a platform, you know, a platform like the baby, you do have to watch what you say. And that's what it is at the end of the day, you know, right or wrong. Uh, it is what it is, man. You got to monitor the things that you say and the things that you do, because you know that people are watching. So uh, just be be mindful of what you do, man. That's it. I think, uh, well, I mean, first of all, I'm I'm not a fan of his anyway, so. It, 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 it's really, it's really whatever with me. But I think getting getting back to it is that if I pay my money and I'm coming to a concert, I'm coming to a concert to uh, be entertained, to hear music or whatever. And you can probably say the music is uh, chauvinistic or misogynistic or whatever, whatever you want to you want to call it. But I'm not expecting to hear. A, a homophobic die truck out of just come out of out of just you're like what? What in the world? What in the world you got? What you what you what what you got got going on? And the thing that a lot of people uh, we, we have misconceptions about with first uh, with First Amendment, you do have freedom of speech. And shout out shout out to Brody, but you do have freedom freedom of speech but there are also consequences that go along with that freedom of speech so you can go out here and say all the wild and crazy things that you that you want to say but be prepared be prepared to face the consequences of those actions and so I, I don't think it's a good look, you know, because homosexuals buy music too. They buy rap music. They buy rap music too. And you're alienating 
a section of your, you know, a possible possible uh customers. So you're not being intelligent, even if on a business level. If you ain't even care nothing about, if you don't even care anything about gay rights, you're still not being smart on a, a, a business level. But as just a, a, a human being, man, like that was. I mean, it was it, it was totally it was totally unnecessary. And that, uh, like like you talking about the incident and him trolling and Meg the Stallion. I mean, you just. You basically you're gonna end up you end up canceling yourself. I mean, because you you you're doing real trolly stuff and folks are like, like this this what you want to be? You know what I'm saying? Is this you because you're you're showing what your true character, what your true character is. And is that the kind of person is that the kind of person you you know you you want to be? So I I just can't get down with, with any of it as a whole. Moving on to the to the next topic and Leave that crap in the sewer. All right. <laughs> All right. We got the Godfather. Mr. Don! <laughs> Mr. Kevin Samuels. Mr. Kevin Samuels. Talk about freedom of so, speech. Freedom of speech. Off. Let me kick this off. So I'm gonna be honest. Like I when Kevin saying was he like just like that Jackson dude, like I feel as if like he's uh one another line of uh faux you know, uh, 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 advice people that's trying to tell people how to have, you know, do relationships and shit like that. And I, I don't subscribe to those kind of dudes just off general principle because they always seem as if like they misogynistic, they hate women, you know, and they only rally the worst kind of men that are out there that basically want to believe all this hoopla about like, uh, ah, he telling the truth. And it, uh, so to even speak on this, I had to do some uh, research. And I know that there is a petition out here that basically wants to, like, get rid of him because, like, you know, they feel as if, like, he speaks on hate and uh, and, and violence toward women in, in this in this society that we have in now, like, uh, to, to say it in uh, non-distinct terms. But anyway, like, so I had to do a little bit more research. I had to actually watch one of his videos a little bit more because I don't maybe only caught one or two. And it sounded like just some smarmy asshole who is just trying to, you know, one up some woman because he's incredibly intelligent. He's articulate. You know, he comes from a business background. He's dressed sharp. You know, he gives gives you me, you know, uh, sophisticated pimp vibes uh, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but I also in my in my research and there was this this uh, young lady who kind of read him and. Uh, I wish I could give her a name, but so I can give proper credits. But anyway, like uh, she spoke on that, like he tells a truth, a truth, not the truth, but a truth uh, to say not to say it in my own words. And some of the things that he says, I think, are based in some reality, but it's a reality. Like he proclaims himself to basically be like a matchmaker or, or image coach or something like that. And I feel as if the kind of image coach that he is is for. People who are considering themselves an upper echelon, I know he has like some phrase he coined about like high value men and shit like that. And he tells truths, he he gives facts to fuck boys, bitch niggas, and women who are looking for them kind of niggas. Niggas who are who 
consider them high value or they're executives, players, ballers, this terminology he tosses around, people who live in that atmosphere, yeah, then they, they need that kind of advice on how to hook another no shit nigga just like him, you know? And I feel as if like that's the kind of stuff that he puts out. Now, even with all the negative things that I think about him, you know, I feel as if he gaslights people. I feel as if he's denigrating the women. I feel as if like you can have a male forward opinion without necessarily coming from a place of hate. In spite of saying all those things and feeling that way about him, I don't know if canceling him is necessary or or trying to get him put off uh, his platform is, is good either. I mean, true enough, I don't want to give a platform or, or a step up for men to basically have the ability to, and I'm going to try and wrap this up, uh, I have the ability to, to, to propagate more of this bad um, this bad energy and these bad ideas and that he puts out, but I still think that he deserves a platform to speak, you know, like, uh, and unless he truly is saying, man, it's good to beat up on your women, you know, like, uh, I feel as if like, I mean, honestly, who are we to tell him he can't talk? Honestly, I even take it a step further. What I don't like about him. One the aspect I don't like about him is, is that he like claims to be of the church, but he still says, says, "Oh, but it's okay for you to cheat." It's like you, you, he, he really is a flimsy, broken ass man who comes from two bad marriages, who happens to know how to dress well. He a fuck nigga, you know. At the end of the day, and I back off now. I'm gonna speak real quick on it because I know <clears throat> y'all may have done more research. I saw, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of his clips where mainly is mean it's bashing women. I look at him as the opposite of Derrick Jackson. I feel like Derrick Jackson gives a lot of broke, bitter women um, hope. Praise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And gives them praise and always bashes men, whereas this nigga's the opposite. You feel me? So um, I personally feel as if, you know, based off of what I've seen, based off of seeing him being, seeing him and hearing about the um seeing and hearing about people want to get them canceled. It's kind of like, you know, I saw a post where this lady was talking. It's like, why are we canceling somebody if all he's doing is just speaking his mind? If he's speaking his mind and it's, it's touching you that deep to where you want to cancel him, obviously he's talking directly to you. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, maybe you should change your perspective so you're not ending up in this category in which this person that he's talking about. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I kind of see where she was coming from with it. I haven't really dove too deep in into this guy's theories, into this guy's thoughts and processes and everything like that. Um, I always feel as if, you know, everybody has their own freedom of speech, right or wrong. Going back to the last topic we just had, uh, whatever happens to you happens to you. But I feel like every person has their own freedom of speech and they have the right to say what they feel and what they want to say. Um, but I don't feel as if he should be canceled for speaking his mind. I don't feel like he should be canceled for coming at certain people, especially when you have to physically call into his show for him to ask you questions and talk to you about, you know what I'm saying? What you're calling in about, you know what I, I mean? You're calling. I'm so sorry. I think no, you're good, you're good. But, but I feel as if like the women that support him also, or, or chime in are also equally goofy, you know, like yeah. at the end of the day. And if I think re- don't cancel them. Stop watching. That's the that, man, that's my that's my point. We keep yeah. people like we keep people like Wendy Williams going who do somewhat of the same shit. 
gossip, talk about other people, talk about other folks' relationships, but she didn't been fucked over multiple times. And it's like, y'all want to keep her going. Y'all find what her show keeping going, but y'all want to cancel this dude who doesn't have a public show that's all out here on TV and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, stop canceling everything because you don't like it. Just turn it off. It's just that simple. If you don't like what the baby's saying, turn it off. If you don't like what Kevin Samuel's saying, turn it off. If you don't like what Tory Lane's saying, turn it off. You don't have to listen to it. They have fans for a reason. They put out certain music and put out certain stuff for a reason. If you don't like it, keep it that way. Don't like it. Don't listen to it. Turn it off. If you like it, and if if they're, if it's appeasing to some people and appealing to some people, shall I say, keep watching. You know what I mean? But like I said, I haven't watched too much of it. From what I watched, I just feel as if he's coming and giving his certain perspective on it. So I'll let y'all kind of dive in. Well, I mean, I guess I guess I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. Like I probably watch the most Kevin Samuels content here. Yes. I watch him almost every week. I like Kevin Samuels. Uh, I think that he's he's a realist. I think what most people most people misconception is his tone. Like a lot of people don't like him because of how he talks to women. Uh, but I feel like sometimes harsh criticism <clears throat> is necessary, especially for like women. We've talked about it, like in this social media era, where like a lot of women, you know, they they get instant instant gratification via social media from a lot of fuck niggas that's always in their inboxes, boosting their head up, and they think that they're some of them may think that they're above the level above a level that they they may not be on. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I feel like he gives he he makes he holds men and women accountable. What people don't know is Kevin Samuels talked to men like two or three years before he even started this whole women thing. He was bashing. He was he was doing the same thing with men. And I've seen videos where it's been a complete opposite, where people are, you know, people don't seem to have a problem with him doing this to men. You know, they only have a problem with it when he's talking to women, because. We feel like we have to, I get it. We feel like we have to protect our women, which that is our role as a man, to protect our women, to make sure that they, you know. You should be able to call them out when they bullshit. Exactly. You should be able to be a man and call a woman out when when something is wrong. Because they can call us out on our fucking shit. I think that's a a bigger topic. We we don't have to discuss that today. But that's a lot lot of things that's wrong with men today. It's like we don't really speak our mind. We don't say when things are wrong, you know, uh, and we don't hold women accountable. And a lot of men just accept anything nowadays. But I'm not saying all men. I'm, and, and this is another thing. Like when women call into his show, they use anecdotal evidence. Like they say, oh, well, my homegirl got this man, such and such and such and such. But we're talking when, when he's speaking to women, it's in, in a more general sense. So that's what people have to understand. And another thing is he's talking about a specific man and a specific woman. So when women call into the show, they typically want a man who makes $100,000 or more. They want a six-figure man. They don't want no average man making 50000 and below. You got to make be making, you know, 70000 70, and up. So these are, these are women calling into his show with multiple kids out of wedlock. Half of them are overweight and he's just giving them his opinion based on his experience. So I think that's the biggest misconception. Like people can say he's wrong. You know, I I, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. We all have a difference of opinion. I'll, I'll agree to disagree with you. But I do think I do think men need to have standards. 
because women have standards as well. Like you, they're not going to date. They don't tip me. A lot of women typically don't date shorter men, broke men. So it's, it's the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can, I mean, I know this is maybe an uncomfortable conversation for, for men, but it's the truth, bro. And, you know, I, I was watching a video earlier today and a guy, it was a, it was a guy on the show telling women that, you know, basically men want more fit women or more healthier women. And women were trying to justify being overweight or obese and saying, no, men should take me as I am. Like, and there are those guys out there that will accept, you know, those women. But it is it is a lot of guys out there that do want, you know, more fit, fit women. So I'm just saying, like, it, it's somebody for everybody. Title to their own privilege. It's somebody for everybody. But at the end of the day, everybody has standards. And I just, you know, everybody should have standards. Even men, men should have standards too. That's all I'm trying to say. So at the end of the day, like I said, I like I like Kevin Samuels. Uh, people may not agree with with his tone and how he delivers his message, but it is what it is. Like a drill sergeant, you're not going to go to the army and tell a drill sergeant how the hell to tell you uh, tell you what to do in the army or the navy or whatever. You're not going to criticize them about being harsh to you. No, you won't. You won't do what you're going to do, or you're going to get the hell out. You're going to go. Like and, and that's what it is. So these women call into his show because obviously they find something that he's talking about valuable. I mean, right or wrong, you wouldn't call into his show if you didn't feel like his opinion was valuable, basically. So it's valuable and truthful. You know? They just hollow shells just like him though. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta look um uh, you gotta look at TV uh at TV history though. Because we we seen through our history and we know people like what we know people like train wrecks. Why do you think Richie Lake, you know, Richie Lake was a uh, was a hit for so for so many years? Why was Jerry Springer, you know, a hit for so many years? Jerry, 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 <laughs> you know, Maury, you are not the father. You know what I'm saying? Doom, doom, doom. And dancing all over, you know, all over the screen. Even go back to uh Geraldo. You know what I'm saying? Geraldo, they used to get wild on Geraldo, Jenny Jones. You know, people just love they love train wrecks. And I think something that uh Chris alluded to earlier, uh it it, it applies. I mean, if it's something that you don't agree with, guess what? Don't watch it. Don't watch it at all because I'm gonna keep it real. I've heard about Kelvin Samuels. I mean, many, many times, many times. But until you know, until it was a topic that we were going to discuss, I have never watched a video of Kevin Samuels. The first time I ever heard Kevin Samuels speak was when I listened to an episode when he appeared on the Joe Budden. Uh, Joe Budden podcast, and the thing, the thing about him uh, that I watched the video is like, in a way, he tries to psychoanalyze the people that call in and and, and talk, you know, and talk to him. And like, uh, like Reezy, like you were saying, he's really uh, blunt. I mean, it, 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 it's take it, it's take it or leave it. He's not gonna pull. He's not gonna pull any punches. He's going to say what, you know, he's going to say what he feels. But guess what? It's a disclaimer on the videos that says 
all callers or whatever you uh you give up your right to privacy when when you call in so basically you know what you're going to get when you call in to that show so if you don't like the content just don't call in. Stop, just don't call in. Stop supporting. Don't I mean, stop supporting. Like and said, don't, man, it's just like he's don't, a, he's a, don't call. Don't don't call in. Call in. Yeah. And, li- and listen, man. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with everything Kevin said. I don't want people to think that I agree with everything Kevin Samuel says because I do believe there are areas of gray. He says it's black and white, but there are shades of gray, man. Like you know, what I'm saying everything that he says doesn't apply to some relationships. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, but I do feel like uh, it's a lot of people out here that don't want to work. They want the outcome, but they don't want to put in the work. And that's yeah. that's a big thing about his callers. They want they want an outcome, but they don't want to necessarily put in the work. They don't want to build yeah. up. They don't want to build with somebody. They just want it ready made. You know what I'm saying? So that's I think that's what we got to keep in mind, too. And it's not it's not a problem with wanting what you want. But at a certain age and point in life, you got to come to grips with like, hey, I may not be able to get this. So let me accept this. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's checks and balances, bro. Uh, I, I think also one of the overarching things that I I, I get from him and, you know, from hearing people uh, talk and seeing about social media, I think you can you can. Uh, what's the, how do I want to say this? Sometimes the message is affected by the messenger, mm-hmm. yeah. meaning the message might be something that people really need to hear. But since it's coming from this person or this vessel, they automatically discredit anything when he starts to open his mouth. Case in point, case in point, all of us, no matter who you are, guess what? You have a type. Mm-hmm. You have a type, a type that you like. Now, if somebody were to ask you for uh, ask you on a date, somebody's going to ask you on a date, and that person did not check some of the boxes, <clears throat> or you were not physically attracted to that person. Uh, that person uh, was not intellectually stimulating to you. Why would you waste your time and that person's time? Why? That makes that makes no sense. Because I, I can be I can be moving on to someone else that I actually am attracted to. All of us have preferences. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just that hey, I'm not feeling you like that but sometimes sometimes people they write off people without seeing their potential potential oh my gosh their <laughs> potential <laughs> without seeing that's that country i'm sorry that without seeing their potential and then years some later years later you see that person you like wow mm-hmm. man college really did you good or you know you know growing up has really done you has done you good but that person remembers, you know, when you don't when you didn't want to give them the time, you know, the time of day years and years ago. But well, long story short, and I, you know, I, I'll be through with it. But everybody has preferences. Now, the thing is, though, are you working on yourself? 
Are you working on yourself? Because like we said, everybody has preferences. So that person that you like might have preferences too. So if you don't like a certain type of person, guess what? That person you like might not like you. And you can't get mad when that person is not attracted to you. So like I said, he might be giving you a good message, but the messenger people write people write off because of possibly the, the delivery or whatever other reason they have. So well, that's my I'll, say, I'll say this and this will be my last thing. I, I, to your point, yes. I think that this that's what I going back to what I was saying about he speaks the truth. I feel as if like, yeah, he 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 tells uh, he at times holds people accountable, whether it be men or women. And yeah, he speaks the truth. Maybe uh, maybe his message at times is, hey, you need to uh, work on being your best you, your best self. Present the best person you possibly can be if you want to hook a particular person, a particular kind of person who's in a particular kind of uh, status in life. And in spite of his tone, uh, I still feel that the problem ends up being uh, his mode of basically saying, I just still feel that some of his, even though he's going for, that might be like the <laughs> precipice of what he's trying to get to. Hey, prep yourself for this kind of expectation. I still feel as if like the issue ends up becoming that, you know, his mode is still flawed. His logic sometimes is still flawed. Yeah, he might go off on men sometimes, but like some of the things that he says feels as if like it sounds like a jilted man who is attacking women or like saying that as a as a man, yeah, men are going to want this, men are going to want that. And what are you doing as a woman to show up? And it's kind of like I can understand holding women accountable to, I guess, aspire to get a particular kind of guy. But it's like, you know, when you are basically demolishing any woman that basically comes into a relationship with any kind of flaw. But then when men come into those relationships with similar flaws, a matter of fact, while in that relationship, because they're a high value man, they should be all, you know, it just comes with the territory. They might cheat on you. You know, you need to prep. It. Oh, but you can't have too many bodies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's these hypocritical things that he says that become a problem. And but there should be a platform for he to say whatever he wants to say and whoever wants yeah. to can listen. That goes back to the core issue of everything. I feel as if people trying to say that, hey, yo, I mean, I don't feel as if like he's truly saying hate speech. He's in, I don't feel as if it's on the caliber of Trump basically saying, hey, we need to storm the Capitol or some shit like that. <laughs> I, uh, but I will also say interpersonally as a collective, I think we as people, we really should have an issue with giving broken ass people you know platforms to learn more broken ass shit to and not learn the counter part of it it's like people just get to revel in being bullshit ass niggas when they listen to people like him and they never get to challenge challenge that even his the, the setup of his show doesn't allow to challenge his own views he's just basically kind of like the, the the oracle who's giving us the the keys. But you gotta give. He, you gotta like, give. He, he, he a trash ass nigga. Uh, that's all I gotta say. I, I do not you gotta like give shout outs to your boy Derek Jackson, Mister. I'm a sitting yeah, in my front total, seat the and total record a video <laughs> after. Ch- I'm a sitting in my front seat and record. I'm gonna sit in my front seat and record a video after <laughs> cheating on my wife. <laughs> 
Like we about to do to the next topic. <laughs> All right. We got Miss Simone Biles. Miss Simone Biles at the Olympics. Uh, for those of you all who have not been paying attention, we have Miss Simone Biles who was competing <clears throat> and she seemed a little bit and she seemed a little bit off in her uh, in her disciplines as she was competing. She ended up having to having to withdraw. And excuse me, the statement, the statement from the United States uh, gymnastics team or the press release that they sent out was saying that it was not physically uh, it was not a physical issue, but it was a mental uh, mental issue. As we know, the past couple months and past couple year you know, mental health has been at the forefront of not only just regular everyday society, but also sports with other athletes, such as Naomi Osaka. So with Simone Biles uh, pulling out of the Olympics, what do you guys, what are you guys thoughts when you, when you first heard and saw some of the backlash that's been on social media? Uh, well, I mean, I really haven't seen the backlash, but I mean, at the end of the day, uh, man, her mental health is more important than some damn Olympics, bro. Like uh, I was reading an article and it was talking about uh, she had the twisties, which means she doesn't have she doesn't have full control of her body. Basically, like she doesn't know, you know, uh, she can't figure out, you know, how to twist her body and have a feel for where to land. Basically, you know, uh, as a short answer to that, to what that is. But anyway, like if she feels incapable of competing at a high level, why would you try to force her to do so? Basically is what I'm saying, because you're setting her up for failure at the end of the day. Like if she feels uncomfortable, she feels like she can't do it. This is a this is a girl who's competed on this stage for multiple years, I think like 10 years or so. So like she's I mean, she's done her fair share. And if she wants to take a year off, what the hell is the problem? Like, let her take her time to get her mind together and maybe she'll come back even stronger. But uh, like if there's criticism, man, like screw y'all. Like at the end of the day, don't nobody give a fuck what y'all got to say, bro. Like this is her life. And uh, if she want to take a break, then she can take a break. Uh, and mental health is important. You see how it's affecting a lot of people, you know, uh, recently, bro. Like a lot of people are taking their own lives. A lot of people are turning to, you know, drugs and, you know, like, so uh, let her deal with that. She might need to get some get some therapy. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say on that topic, you know. I'm going to come in here with this, right? As a fellow person that's been, you know, in the military and has represented this country, a lot of people sit on platforms and they talk a lot of shit, mainly of our descent, of our people, of people of our color, but they talk a lot of shit about us when we claim we can't do something, but they don't have the balls to do it themselves. Facts. I saw a st- I saw a post that that clearly said 
If you're watching the Olympics, watch it as a fan because that's all you will ever be. You'll never compete. You'll never do anything. You're not an athlete. You're not a soldier. You're not a seaman. You're not a sailor, whatever the case it may be. You're not an airman, whatever. People will tend to, to, to claim themselves to be patriots and love this country so much, but they're not willing to go out there and put their body on the line and sacrifice certain shit to go through the stuff that they and have to deal with the mental aspect and have to deal with the physical aspect that they have to deal with. Now, I saw multiple reports stating that it was physical, saying that when she was in the air, she didn't know how to land the twisties as she was talking about. She was in the air. She didn't know how to land. She ended up tweaking her ankle. So they said that it was something physical. Then they said it was something mental. Then I saw it was something based upon the the fact that, which is, I mean, it came from Facebook. It's not, no, no telling if it's real or not, but I saw something stating that, hey, Simone Biles is so great that we're going to grade you at this level because everybody else can't compete with you because you're so high, they're here. So we're going to grade you here, even though you should be graded here. You should be graded higher than the motherfucker that's right here because you work harder than they do, but we're still going to grade you up here and we're going to try to fuck you to put you below this person, even though you're greater than this person. So whether the case it was an injury, whether the case it was the fact that you know what I'm saying? They were going to grade her wrongfully, even though they should have graded her the correct way because she's better. She puts in the time. She puts in the effort, whatever the case it may be. If she backed out, if it was mental health, if it was a physical injury, if she backed out. She's backing out for her. She's not backing out for you. She's not backing out for anybody else. She still went and represented the country. Something that a lot of you motherfuckers complain, I mean, claim to be patriots and claim to be so for this country. But you won't even go to boot camp to fight for your own country. Right. We can get into that fact, but we ain't going to get into that fact. You know what I'm saying? So people are quick to talk and quick to blame everybody and put their own perspective on what someone else should be and what someone else should do when they won't get off their lazy ass off that couch. That's behind me. Too busy watching TV, eating Cheetos and shit. They won't get the fuck up and go do what it is that they need to do for their country. They're willing to sit up here and criticize and critique what this person does and what they're not willing to do because of wrongful doings that's coming towards them or injury that's coming towards them. Because God forbid, if I did injure my ankle, I'm trying to look longevity because there are more Olympics that's going to come and I can still compete. You know what I'm saying? God forbid me trying to be sure that I can compete in the next four years, but you want me to compete right now and win a gold? You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of a, a, a lot of the, every article that I read and everything that I read on it, I just feel like it was complete BS. I'm going to be honest with it. So so I don't know a lot about this because it's, it's all relatively recent, so I haven't been reading that much into it, but I'm going to keep my responses real brief. Uh, she's an Olympian. She's a fucking uh, star athlete. She is one of the greatest uh, to ever do it. And uh, shout out to I'm rooting for everybody in black fuck the rest of niggas. Fuck you, time uh, out. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, shout out to all black athletes out there who basically take the time out to like take care of yourself. I mean, there is a history in in sports of uh, people basically running you for everything that you're worth. They still don't. They only need you when you're useful. They use you to you can't be used anymore. And then all of a sudden they, they want to, you know, tarnish your name after you motherfucking won them all kind of titles and ribbons and shit like that. Shout out to motherfucking taking a step back 
And damn near saying, you know, if y'all wanted that bad, y'all go out and do it. I think it's some bullshit that she don't motherfucking get uh, the accolades that she deserves. If she doing shit that nobody else can do, then goddamn it, she should be taking on the gold every time. I don't believe in this motherfucking grading on the curve ass bullshit they doing to her. Let her take her time. Let her be have a peace. Let her be as healthy as she possibly can. Other athletes need to do the same. Pop. I I think uh, uh, to me. This this really this really sheds a, a, a even bigger light on a disease and an issue of a sport that has really been dirty for years, and has really been exploitative for years, which is the sport of gymnastics. Um, I've I, I've watched gymnastics since I was little, you know, so I I, I remember the the. Kim Zameskels, the Dominique Dawes, is the Shannon, the Shannon Millers, uh, the Bella Carolis, and all and, and all of these. But the thing about it, and what, what I saw was a lot of people trying to draw parallels between her pulling out and uh, what Carrie Strug did uh, at the Olympics way, way back, way back in uh, <clears throat> in the nineties, and it's really not even a comparison because when you think about it, it's, that was really abuse because Carrie Strug had really messed up her ankle. She could not, she couldn't even walk. And there's video, you watch the video, you know, Bella Carolla is telling her one more, one more time, just pushing her to do it. Like who in their right mind? You have a, a young girl, a young girl who's already injured, to put pressure, put pressure on her, put pressure on her, put pressure on her to go and do a vault. Running down, you know what I'm saying, a distance, flipping in the air and exerting all that pressure, that stress on one leg. Let's go back, though. To be a world-class gymnast, a lot of these girls start early. I'm talking about seven eight, nine, ten years old, where they're taken away from their families and going out to these uh, training facilities where they are under the care of these coaches and team doctors. Unless we forget about Dr. Larry Nassar. You might ask, who is Dr. Larry Nassar? He was the United States team doctor who has over a hundred, count them, over a hundred charges for sexual assault. So he's molesting, he was molesting Olympians, one of whom which was Simone Biles. So let's let, let's let's think about this. You have a woman, 24 years old, who's already been sexually assaulted. I think about it like that. And she's still coming back to compete in a sport, in this sport, a demanding sport. A demanding sport that on your body, and she's already been saying, uh, she said publicly that she's 24 years old, but she feels way older because of the, the toll that gymnastics takes on your body. And when, if you've ever seen gymnasts, you realize how little they are. You're running, flipping, landing, and you, you got to stick the landing, meaning you can't move. You've Flipping all in the air, 
and you're supposed to land and not move. Think about what that does to your ankles, your knees, your back, everything. And now you got keyboard Kyle over here. Mm. You're a quitter. You quit on your team. You got millions of exactly. folks, millions of folks putting all looking at her, putting all kind of pressure. And lest we not forget, fan is short for what? Fanatic. Fanatic. Fan is short for fanatic. Quick story. You mentioned about you mentioned about the twisties. And when she when she put that out, I, I was reading comments from former gymnasts who who came out the war. They're like, yes, it is such a thing. In baseball, it's called the yips for certain pitchers. If you if you ever seen a pitcher that pitches and gets hit in the face with a comeback, think about that. If you have that kind of experience, it's almost like PTSD. Mm-hmm. You're throwing a ball and that ball comes. Let's say you throw the ball at 90 miles an hour. It come, it's off a bat. It's coming back way faster than you threw it. First of all, you gotta you gotta be brave enough to stand on the mound and throw anyway. But then you got a line drive coming back and hits you in the face. Think about after you after you heal physically, that ain't, that's the easy part. The hard part is what the emotional part because every time you go back up to the mound, guess what? You're gonna relive getting hit. In the face. Quick story. When I was in high school, I played baseball my ninth and 10th grade year. 10th grade year, I got hit in the face with a baseball. The two front teeth, I had to go to the dentist and get them uh, and get them, and get them fixed. Keeping it real, every time I got back in the batter's box, all and I and seeing that seeing that fastball whiz by whiz by you like. Oh no, bro! This ain't. I'm good. I'm good on this. Just, I mean, just keep it real. When you got hit in the mouth, did you have a lift? I stopped playing. <laughs> I mean, you you laughing and joking, but I'm. I mean, I'm, nah, I'm, my I'm, bad, my I'm bad. dead. I'm dead serious though. After that tenth grade, after that tenth grade year, I was like, no, I'm. I'm not. You know, I, I'm not playing. I'm not playing anymore. That and I had problems seeing uh, seeing the ball anyway. So think about that. You're standing in a batter's box with a pitcher throwing the ball 85 miles an hour, or 88 miles an hour, and you're having difficulty seeing. And you already got hit in the face once before. You got to really, really have a come to Jesus talk with yourself. Like, mm, do I really want to do this? And she had the same, she had the same to a much grander, a much, much grander uh, scale than, than the, the example I gave. But she's doing way more difficult skills than anybody else is anybody else is doing. And you don't you you that high up in the sky and you don't know how you're gonna come down. That's a scary feeling. And last thing I'll say though, even before, even before Tokyo. She was already recognized as the GOAT. So, I mean, if we just gonna keep it real, she ain't got nothing else to prove. She don't. She has nothing else to prove. Absolutely nothing. Anybody. So if she don't want to compete anymore, guess what? She's still the GOAT. So overall, for anything, 
if nobody, if you don't take anything else from any of the topics that we discussed tonight, people that are listening to this, that have issues with mental health, take care of yourself first. Because you only get one, you only get one you. I don't care what nobody else say. Take care of yourself first. That's all I got to say on that one. Yes, sir. Next topic. We got the old COVID. The old COVID last uh, last week. The the NFL decided that they were going to come out with a policy. A policy which states or which implies or forces, if you will, unvaccinated individuals to get vaccinated because in the events that it is found out that an unvaccinated person is the culprit which starts a outbreak which forces them to reschedule a game and they're not able to reschedule, they not only are uh, will not get paid and their team will receive a loss, but the team they were also playing won't get paid either. So basically this puts the ball in away from the owners. The owners aren't slick. They're rolling the ball. They're trying to get it off of them. And they're rolling the ball in the players in the players court and trying to get peer pressure for them to force each other to put pressure on each other to get vaccinated. What do you guys think about the uh, NFL trying to force because it's not mandated, but it's strongly suggested that they get vaccinated. What do you guys think? Listen, man, to me, the policy is fair. Uh, I think last year the NFL had some pretty, you know, bad cases of COVID, you know, where they had to cancel and reschedule games. And then when you look on the other end of the spectrum to the NBA and how they handled the COVID situation, it was like night and day, like, the NBA had may have had a couple of cases here and there, but they pretty much had it under wraps. Uh, you know, so I think with I know there's more players in, in on NFL teams, but I think that's a cause for them to be even more diligent into, you know, getting players vaccinated and making sure they follow these safety measures and protocols. And with all these, you know, with the vaccine, with all the, the vaccines, the uh, the different you know practices and protocols that we have now after COVID hit, like I feel like it's it's only fair that they should be held to this kind of stipulation. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you're willing to go out here to the strip club or go out to here to this random function, you know what I'm saying, and, and risk your team, you know your team uh, getting a forfeit or or a quit, you know for a game, then that's, that's on you. And you should lose money to be honest. I'm just being honest, bro. Like, because you're not worried, you're not worried about the team. You're worried about yourself. So guess what? Like, uh, we're going to make you hold, we're going to make your teammates hold you accountable for the things that you've done and, and the team, because now everybody's going to get, going to lose money. So guess what's going to happen? I bet, I bet the next time that's, I bet it won't happen next time, you know, if it does happen in the NFL and it probably won't happen because it's such a big stipulation that, you know, I feel like the players are going to be more aware 
and they're going to want to get vaccinated because nobody wants to lose money at the end of the day. Now, there are those those dudes who don't care, uh, you know, about losing money. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of dudes, they, you know, they want to get paid. Uh, so I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a policy that's fair. I feel like the players will be more likely to abide by it. And uh, we should see a decrease in the amount of cases in the NFL, I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, I kind of see both ends of the spectrum. I kind of see them pushing the vaccine with this, making more players want to get vaccinated. But my question is, what happens when players that are vaccinated get sick? Because I work with someone that's vaccinated that got sick. So if I got sick because she got sick and I'm not vaccinated per se, what does that mean? You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I look at it. If you have half the team that's vaccinated, but they still were to test positive, because just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can't test positive for COVID, for those that don't know. Right? That's where the new Delta variant. Exactly. So just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that you can't test positive. So in the event that you do test positive, and let's say they say, quote unquote, you can't pass it on to someone else. But what if it does happen where you pass it on to someone else? We don't fucking know where you got it from. We just know that you tested positive. You didn't test negative this time. You tested positive. This have tested positive. They had vaccine. This quarter tested positive. They didn't have the vaccine. This side over here didn't test anything. They don't have or they do have the vaccine. We're still going to penalize them. And they still had certain people on the team that were vaccinated. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like yeah. a fuck, fuck, yeah. lose, lose either way it goes. But see, the, the only thing, the only thing with that is uh, the policy stipulates, though. You know, they they do contact tracing. So the the thing is, they uh they're going to find out where it originated from. So mm-hmm. if they they'll find out, if it originated from a vaccinated person, then they won't get uh they won't get those the stipulations. This just applies to if it's found out that it's originated. What's going to stop them from, from hiding someone like a? What's going to stop them from hiding someone like a Tom Brady that did get vaccinated, that did test positive, it did cause his teammates to test positive, but they want him to make it to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? What's going to stop them from penalizing them and causing them to miss a game that could cause them to, you know what I'm saying, be in the wild card and run a run a cake, run the cause of losing and not repeating. You see what I'm saying? I feel like it's all a money ploy. It's all about yeah, I mean, it, bringing in the money. You know, it, it, at the end of the day, that's all it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now, quoting now, now, now. Don't get me wrong. I understand. Look, when it comes to professional sports, they lost a lot of money. NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, you name it. They lost a lot of money due to COVID. We as Americans lost a lot of money due to COVID. So you can't. Blame them for putting this rule out. But my thing is saying that we're going to penalize people. How's it going to stop them from wrongfully penalizing people? That's going to allow you to look deeper into the shit. The people that's woke, the woke crew. You feel me? This is y'all turn to wake up. The woke crew out there. You know what I'm saying? What's going to stop them from going deeper and looking into people that they want to win, that Vegas wants to win the championship so they can get their money in their pockets to re-up and get back to where the fuck they were. So it's a lot to it. I understand, to be honest. I, I'm leaning more towards understanding with doing further research, looking into it, because as I stated, 
going into money. I mean, if you're running a private business and you've lost money due to COVID and you're able to finally re-up, you know what I'm saying? You're going to find every way to scratch and claw and get back to that, get back to where you need to be, get back on top of the totem pole. So I understand it. It sucks for certain people who aren't, who aren't vaccinated, who don't agree with it, whose religion is against it. But at the same token, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Just, just go out there, get vaccinated, do what you got to do, get on the field, put on a show for the people. It is what it is. Rob, I, I'll let you speak. I on think the, the the thing about this is that we're operating under the premise that the NFL actually cares about anything other than money. Let's be let's be real. This, uh, to me, it's it's more about PR. You know, they're so when it does happen, they're going to say, hey. You remember at the beginning of the year when we had this policy, it's out of our hands. It's out of our hands. This is what we, you know, we 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 gave them the opportunity, blah, blah, blah. They got infected. You know, you got your folks like Cole Beasley coming out and your, uh, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins threatening to retire and other foolishness or whatever. At the end of the day, you got options. The NFL is a privilege. It's not a right. That boy took that two away quickly. The NFL is a private is a private corporation or company. That means they can set whatever rules they want. They want to set. There are other jobs. If you want to go play in the CFL, if you want to go be a coach, if you want to go do something, anything else. And hopefully they'll pay you the same millions that you're going to get in the NFL, but we know you're not, or we know they won't. But anything other than this being a PR uh, stunt, because we know at the end of the day, the NFL really cares about money. But folks, we looking at the time we are gonna have to end this show. We hope you guys really look at my setup. Look at my setup. Enjoy. Hey, First show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and click the bell for notifications when the new shows are uploaded we also like to give a special shout out to everyone that has supported us anybody else that y'all like to shout out give them the shout out now let's go let's shout shout out Issa Rae and uh her new marriage you know yes sir I know I'm a married man but maybe we can make something happen you know <laughs> you no uh, uh you know but congratulations Issa you know hey man uh shout out to all the beautiful black people out there uh you know we doing our thing out here uh whether we owning businesses leveling up uh i just want y'all to keep doing what y'all doing it's a lot of people in my circle that i see that are doing positive things man my beautiful black queens i love y'all don't don't get it mr screwed uh uh, I love y'all. I'm married to the to a beautiful black queen. Uh, so uh, yeah, y'all just keep doing what y'all doing, man. It's a lot of positivity out here. 
Don't focus on the negative, man. Stay positive. All right, hey, man. Say, man. Let me get in here. You hear? I appreciate everybody that gives feedback to the show. I appreciate everybody that has helped us get to the point that we are. It's nothing but growth and opportunity from here. We ain't going to do nothing but keep putting positivity out here. Keep putting great shows out here for you guys week to week. You know what I'm saying? We love you guys. We love your support. We want you to keep supporting the show. Share, comment, like each video that we put out. Shout out to my black businesses. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't remember the name. I had the name before we started the show, but I mean, they called me Double Cup Carver for a reason. I can't remember your name, but hey, I will put your name in my own video that I post on my uh, Instagram channel. So be on the lookout for you. I appreciate you for the hoodie. I appreciate every black business out there, all my black people, all my people in general. Keep rocking. We're going to keep turning up for you guys. Let's get it. No doubt, no doubt. Last but not least, I definitely would be remiss. I got to give a shout out to, <laughs> yes, sir, the Mississippi Valley, the Valley. State University, Delta Devils, the best HBCU out Hello. there. Mississippi Valley, we going to holler at hey. you about this yes, thing. Sir. Yes, yo. <laughs>